0: Yeah. So
1: yeah, if you want to know a little bit more about me, um, yeah, what do you want to know? What <laughs> do you want to know? Well,
0: for context, uh, <laughs> Angeline and I. Wait, wait. All right, one second. I'm gonna beat this part because I just want to reduce the gain a bit. Yeah. Still mic testing. Hello, fellow listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Low High Trips, and today we have a brand new guest joining us. Welcome to Low High Trips, Angeline. Introduce yourself.
1: Hi. Hi, Aaron. Thanks for having me today. Um, Yeah, so my name is Angeline. What do you want to (laughs) know?
0: Yeah, I mean, for context, uh, Angeline and I, we met one another through NAP. And yeah, we've been friends ever since. Uh, We've been supporting one another through our, you know, different life stages, uh, different life transitions, and it's insane how much or how many things have happened over the past years. That right? is so
1: true. Yeah. yeah, we
0: basically met one another in the peak pandemic period.
1: That is so true. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we've
0: been through so much together. And we, you know, typically we catch up once every semester or once every season. Like
1: in real life. In
0: real life, yeah. yeah. Um, because I am an introvert and <laughs> I don't really go out too often. Uh, but yeah, that's something that I'm challenging myself as well, to, to be more open to experience. And yes, we have Angeline here today. One thing super funny, Angeline and I, we were getting uh, coffee earlier this morning because that's what Melbourne people do, right, Angeline?
1: Yeah, that's so true.
0: Yeah, And what did you get?
1: I got matcha because that's my favorite drink. Yeah, and you got
0: iced. Which... Yeah,
1: iced because it's quite it's quite hot this day. Yeah, Yeah. So.
0: which is a very, very smart decision. Yes. It was blazing and scorching hot. Uh, the sun was, you know, shining on my forehead to the point it's probably suntan. Yeah. But I did my usual mistake by ordering yeah, a Yeah, by hot, ordering
1: a very hot... Extra,
0: extra hot, hot soy flat white. Uh, and that has caused me a lot of pain.
1: Yes. This is actually still my very first podcast experience, guys. So
0: yeah.
1: I'm a bit nervous.
0: Mm-hmm. That's all right. Uh, you know, this, this, that's my job as the host to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. So don't worry about it. But um, yeah, you know, we all take it easy. Nothing to, I won't be interviewing you. I won't be asking you, you know, like like a job interview.
1: Yeah, I know. It's all right.
0: <laughs> just take it easy. Just relax, you know, kick back. And yeah, we're basically just two people having conversations. It's just, we're yeah, just having this
1: life.
0: extremely massive mic in front of us, between us. Hmm. So we were talking about earlier, we were, I think we were talking about like, you know, the people around us, we were updating one another about what happened in my life and what happened in your life. And we realized one thing, is it just me or is everyone around us getting married today? <laughs> like, I mean, not today, but like, <laughs> is there like some mating season or something that's mating going on? Mating
1: season, that's what you called?
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I mean, I, I think you mentioned as well, like you have quite a few friends around you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. On social media, you see a lot of people like getting married these days, like at a very young age, mm-hmm. especially at my age. Yep. Um, Just a little bit of context, everyone. So I'm still 23 Um, this year I'm going to turn 24 years old. So it's just like everyone from my high school, you know, the seniors, the juniors, um, everyone around me, you know, like even with my family members, they are slowly getting married at a very young age. So yeah, that's a bit of interesting part. Yeah, I guess. it's like
0: a like a trend over these like, few years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe it's not a trend. Maybe. Not trend. Not trend. Yeah. Some, you know, like everyone, everyone they make their decision, um, just to get married like at a very young age, or well, not married, just maybe say like engage.
0: Yeah, like settling down per se. Would yeah. you say that? Yeah. And it's sort of like the. I don't know, the societally, societally <laughs> the society accepted age or life phase to yeah. settle down, Yeah. Uh, which I personally must admit is not something that I could really empathize.
1: Uh-huh. I can
0: understand, yeah. look, I can understand, but it's not something that I truly believe in.
1: I see, right? okay.
0: Uh, yeah, so yeah. I don't know, just um, speaking of marriage as well, I just want to do a quick shout out to uh, Eugene, <laughs> you know, I think we were talking about earlier as well. I am feeling pretty sad, actually extremely sad because of the fact that I missed uh, my longest friend's Aww. marriage. Mm. So, uh, actually, wedding. Wedding, yeah. Um, yeah, with his fiance now wife. And yeah, I think, you know, COVID has finally taken a toll on me and I think I started reflecting a bit as well like, wow, okay, I guess I finally, not finally got, I mean, I guess I actually missed one of the most significant moments of my longest friend's life. That's you know that's yeah. But yeah, anyhow, it is what it is.
1: Uh yeah, it's very sad, Aaron, just to hear because like you said, he's been like your very best friend Mm. from from the start. You know, like twenty years of friendship. It's yeah, we
0: knew one another for twenty years. Very long. Twenty years. Twenty years.
1: It's like insane. Two
0: decades. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of one thing that I've committed to longer than two decades so far in my life.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But anyhow, shout out to Eugene and Su Yan. Happy marriage. Is that something that people say? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, maybe
1: congratulations yeah, con- for tying
0: con- the note. <laughs> yes, congratulations for tying whatever that you tied. Um, yeah, just genuinely wishing, you know, health and wealth and happiness or any positive vibes, you know, to the Amen. collaboration between you two. And um, speaking of wedding and marriage, Angeline, um, what's your ideal partner or, or who is your ideal partner? Describe this person.
1: Erin, um, this is very interesting that you asked me. Mm-hmm. Well, my ideal partner is someone I can feel comfortable with, of course. Um, and then I just, you know, like I, I just would like to be with someone that can understand me, that can be supportive in every life stage the okay. good and the bad, because I feel like that's really important these days to have the strong mental support from your own partner because you will spend the rest of, of your life with this person. So you have to trust. Yeah, I need someone that I can trust, I can depend on. And yeah, he can also be hardworking mm. and, you know, comes from a good family background. Okay. Yeah, has like values and also like principles mm. and yeah have faith i guess okay
0: with the characteristics or the checklist that you mentioned right
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i think trust 100% that's like the foundation of every relationship right that's yeah. not even that's not even romantic relationship foundation that's like more like as any as well. relationship yeah. in general it's interesting when you mention you know things like support uh coming from me did you mention good family background? Is that specifically what you said? Yeah. So could you like describe a little bit further as to what you mean by good family background?
1: <laughs> um, For me, good family background is, you know, like I want to be with someone where the the family or the parents per se, um, they remind me of like my own parents, I guess. Okay. Because from my background, I'm the only child and I don't have siblings. Right. So it's, you know, like I want to spend my life or the next chapter of my life i guess with someone that that can give me the warmth you know like that kind of warm feeling right it's it's very rare to find those kind of warm feeling these days mm. um yeah so it's yeah something like a good family background uh, means, yeah, give me that kind of warm feeling, I guess. Okay,
0: okay. So basically, when you mentioned... And like,
1: supportive. Right, of course. Supportive. When you mentioned supportive, right, let me just
0: like dive a bit deeper first before I go back to the family background part. Okay. Supportive as in like emotionally supportive, financially supportive, what kind of supportive or every way?
1: I guess every way.
0: Mm-hmm. Describe more.
1: Um, Because supportive means, um, yeah, mentally supportive of course, um, financially supportive, I don't really see that as a major thing. I mean, it's good to have a good family background that can support you financially. But for me, in my personal opinion, I can also see myself as someone that can support myself financially as well. So I don't really yeah. need to depend with like a guy or like my my future guy's parents just to yeah. provide me with that kind of support. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, personally, support means being present in every moment.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's so it's very more good about, yeah.
1: I guess you say, mental support.
0: <laughs> yeah. And also being, um, you know, like you say, mentally and emotionally supportive for any life phases or transitions or problems or issues that you experience in your life.
1: Yeah, not just right? issues, but like happy moments, you know, you can share the happy yep. moments. Okay, that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like. The warmth, I guess that's the main thing The for warmth, me. right? Yeah, the warmth, yeah. Which
0: also ties back down to when you mentioned uh, good family background. Because initially, when you mentioned good family background, uh, I think the first thing that my mind jumped to was sort of like a checklist. In uh, a sense, like good family background, like, oh, your parents must be educated. Your parents must be financially well-to-do. Or, or this kind of like checklist that are stereotypically existent in some people. Uh, that's not the case for me, but I don't know why that's the first thing that my mind jumped to. So it's good that you sort of like express and elaborate a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Where you
0: mentioned good family background, is more towards like providing you this feeling. So you're in search like, of this feeling. Yeah,
1: The search of the warm feeling. And of course, you want to be accepted as well, right? Of course. Yeah, that's, that's really important. Not just be accepted, but my own family can accept this person as well. Right. And, you know, like they have the same not the same, but like similar values, I guess. Yeah. Because you will you will share the life with this person mm. in the long run and you want to be part of this family who also share the same belief and, yeah, similar belief or values, I guess. I think
0: that's very important. That's really
1: important. Mm. Otherwise, it's going to cause any like trouble in the long run. Yeah,
0: any, any sort of like conflicts or even disagreements and just different pathways in general, right? Yeah. Because your values would construct your mm. behaviors. Mm-hmm. And you know, from that, obviously speaking, it's just gonna be like a butterfly effect. And it's yeah. just gonna be compounded yeah. nonstop. So basically when you mention uh once again I <laughs> I feel like I'm always pulling you back. Come back, come back to this topic, Angeline. Come back to this uh specifically something that you say that I'll never let go, which is oh. good family <laughs> background. But yeah, um it's okay. It's interesting because what you're looking for in a partner is essentially your parents have provided this sense of warmth. Let's say home, a feeling of home, right? Yes. And what you're looking for in your partner, would you say it can be concluded that you're looking for this partner to provide you a sense of like being at home?
1: Yeah, Being comfortable, being like... Reminds me of home. Someone that, you know, I can... Like someone that is like my best friend, you know? Like you can share a lot of things with this person and you can just be open about anything without... Like, thinking twice, what should I say or what should I do, you know? Yeah. Like, having an open communication with the person. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so
0: to say, a person that allows you the space and the time or whatever you want to call it, you know? The yeah. safe space to the be yourself.
1: Space. Yeah, yeah,
0: to, of to course. To be your most authentic self.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> I 100% agree with that. Because uh-huh. for me, uh, home is not a place it's a feeling
1: yeah of course right and yeah. home
0: is where you're able to completely be yourself like we, we know that you know at home we are just
1: you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> do a lot of random crazy things you know
0: um going back to you know what you mentioned as well like you being in a relationship with this ideal partner is sort of like your parents must sort of like accept them as well of course right, and of Okay. You can't say of course. Some people have different values, Angeline, some people have different priorities, but
1: I mean that's yeah, that's um, for me. It's yeah, really important to get approval from my parents Absolutely, because yeah. okay. I'm the only child and I believe they want the best for me. Okay. That's yeah. very
0: sweet. Um sounds like you have a very healthy relationship with your parents, which um is very admirable, you know.
1: Also, I forgot to mention earlier that I feel for my ideal partner, I want that person to be caring, to be kind, to be understanding. Um, and yeah, just just be there for me, I guess emotional emotionally available. that's the word
0: emotionally available, yeah, yeah. okay
1: yeah, um that's that's what I want to add. I don't know. it just sounds to me
0: that you just want this uh, ideal partner of yours to be a gentleman. Right? Yeah, like yeah. the characteristics of a stereotypical gentleman. Would you say that's <laughs> fair? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I have a question, Aaron. Okay. Do you think with all of the characteristics that I just told you, okay. do you think I have a high standard? Or do you think <laughs> I expect too much?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um very good question. Thank you for asking. Um look, I think in the end of the day, You know, having expectations and standards for things, especially for something which is a lifelong commitment, you know, I feel like uh, our approach for what a relationship is, is that when you go into a relationship, you want that relationship to be your last there is no such thing as like yeah this is going to be my second last relationship before i move on to my final one right like it doesn't work that way yeah there's no there's no like progression for it it's just like yep this is it this is the project i'll commit to for the rest of my life at least i believe that's for our values can you confirm
1: yeah yeah
0: thank you so basically for a lifelong commitment i feel like it's relatively fair for you to have a high standard because of the fact that you you know it's not ideal to settle down you know, and to compromise for things that you cannot compromise on. For example, you settle down on your expectations, meaning you lower it slightly, right? You live the rest of your life knowing that, ah, I somewhat, you know, lowered my expectations for you. So whenever this human being does something that, you know, somewhat disappoints you, you're like, man, I already lowered my expectations for you. (laughs) I lowered my standards for you, yet you disappoint. How disappointing. Uh, you know, it sort of like brings that loop. I don't know, you know, honesty, I feel like it really depends on your approach to a relationship. Some people have checklists for relationships. Um, I feel like personally, I didn't have a checklist. I just went with vibes. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we have chemistry. Things are good. Um, things are flowing. Things are authentic, organic. Yeah, let's do it. I didn't have anything. However, I realized that when you do not have a checklist or, yeah. or sort of like the like, your, your minimum expectations or baseline or like a foundation of what you require, yeah, maybe. or mandatory, mandatory uh, characteristics, right?
1: Maybe maybe I would have to say, it's you know knowing yourself mm. and what you need from your other partner. I guess that's that's what I say. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. And yeah. I think that it plays a bigger part than I thought it would. I always mm. thought that oh yeah, you know if things are good, things feel good. It must be good. It should be able to last. It should be able to work somehow organically, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But I think right now I'm at a stage of my life where I feel like I would like to filter a bit more. I didn't have a checklist. I didn't go through things. I didn't like filter through.
1: You yeah, know what I mean? You, you, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. And then I have to add another point. Mm-hmm. We all have to acknowledge that not everyone is perfect. Of course. Yeah, so of course everyone has weaknesses and I acknowledge the weaknesses, but it is really back to us at the end of the day, mm. whether we can accept the weaknesses in the long run or not.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. expectations and, you know, in your words, standards, mm-hmm. um, they are okay as long as they are reasonable. If yeah, they are of course. unrealistic and unreasonable, yeah. then I think that's, you know, it's, who are you gonna blame when you, you can't find a specific person to fit this perfect model of yours yeah this ideal of yours and that's why it's called ideal in the first place like oh it would be nice to it have it will ideal, be
1: nice yeah but
0: life is not always ideal
1: yeah of course right? yeah of course that's why everyone mm. has weaknesses including myself i have to admit i have my weaknesses as well Aaron. and the fact that someone can
0: and hopefully will accept us for you know our flaws
1: yeah.
0: and our defects oh man that sounds so negative but sort of like essentially things that we could improve on i would expect us to do the same for other people as well
1: yeah of course you know and
0: that's why a relationship is sort of like a um, group project and essentially a relationship slash you know uh, oh, marriage is like a lifelong commitment mm. which provides me with the perfect segue i personally don't really understand the idea of a marriage
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: i don't really understand it because to me it's like oh, what's the point of it i don't know i don't know what i feel about marriage if i'm completely honest people have always asked me do you plan to get married in your life i cannot answer that question mm. i feel like at this phase of my life i am not ready mm-hmm. the reason why i say i'm not ready is because i feel like i don't understand this concept just yet this mm. um I don't know, it just feels like, what's the point of marriage, you know? I understand. Look, I'm not pro-marriage, I'm not against marriage, I just want to understand what marriage is. Yeah. I understand that, you know, people are like, oh, it's just, you know, two people settling down together, making it official, but can't you do all that without marriage Marriage? or a wedding? Yeah, I understand what you mean. So, I can't really see what's the difference aside from, you know, having to do socially acceptable or expected things like Having a wedding ceremony,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which uh, in my opinion, this is my personal opinion, it's a complete waste of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand the the culture and tradition behind it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But at
0: the same time, if you're going in debt because of a wedding ceremony, I would highly advise against it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a very wise decision. Once again, it's my personal opinion. Uh, but yeah, I may say this right now. I may change my mind, you know, years mm-hmm. from now. Who knows? People change.
1: Yeah, people of develop. People, people develop.
0: Experience <laughs> different things, different priorities all the time. So, I'm always keeping an open mind.
1: Mm-hmm. It's it's not just about two people tying the knot together, but it's more because um, you know God is in the middle of us. You know, God is the one that unites me and whoever this guy is in the future. Right. So it's something that is yeah sacred, mm. um, and not of and it's just like, I choose I choose to get married. Because I don't want to spend the rest of my life being alone. Like I wanna build my family one day. And you know, just to experience all of the joy, all of the roller coaster thing I guess in this life, the next phase, what's what's going to look like. Yeah, I guess Okay. I guess that's that's how I describe about marriage. Right. It's not about only just a commitment. Okay. But it's more about building a life together with the person. Um, Yeah, for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, like essentially a marriage is a lifetime project, a lifetime collaborative project between you two. Yeah. Right? Like you're you're trying to build something together. Yeah. Okay. To you, what changes before and after a marriage? I can't see it. What are your thoughts?
1: My thoughts, I guess, before marriage is mainly because, not mainly because, mainly it's focusing more about you and the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and see how things go um, while you are both in a relationship, in a committed relationship, um, not just like you know uncommitted relationship. Um, so it's more like a serious part. Uh but after marriage is more about taking higher commitments, not mm-hmm. just for the two of you, but it's more with the whole family, like his family, my family, um, the siblings, and you know all of the cousins, and you know like the whole project, I guess. Yeah. Takes so- the village.
0: Okay, so instead of like a two-people project, like a dual project, it becomes like this big group project between two families. So essentially what you're trying to say, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not hearing wrongly, is that a marriage is the collaboration of two families, officially or legally. Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, because not only just about that... um, Having another commitment is, you know, like in the long run, we will have like kids and we will have to take care of them. We have greater responsibilities, so we don't really just focus on ourselves. But yeah, I think expanding that um, responsibilities, I guess that's what I want to say.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Basically expanding the responsibilities that you have and you expect from this partner of yours through a marriage.
1: Yep, it's more like sharing life together. <laughs> okay. Not just like separate individuals because like if you're in a relationship, I mean it is like a together project, but at, at the end of the day you can still live your own life separately, right?
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. You still have that thin space where you can spend with yourself personally, but like with marriage you can still have that. But it's more like two two person into like one I don't know.
0: From what I'm hearing, uh, it's basically like uh, pre-marriage is two individuals working on a group project. Yeah. But after marriage, it's sort of like two becomes one and they work on a single project, which is theirs. Yes. Okay. Yep. That's a very good conclusion then. Um,
1: <laughs> it's so hard. I
0: mean, that's uh, that's what this podcast is all about. You know, it's all about helping us organize our thoughts. That's yeah. one of the pros of a podcast, which is it challenges you to think about things that you don't really want to discuss and talk about sometimes. Mm -hmm. And when you're forced to talk about it, you sort of like have an open diary, if if that makes sense. But it's sort of like a live diary, you know what I mean? You don't don't like change it all the time. Yeah. You say it, you say it. You say it, you
1: say it. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. And yeah, that's really good that you have this podcast, Aaron, because everyone can listen to it Everyone has different opinion at the end of the day. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a matter of perspective.
0: Absolutely. I think everything all matters of perspectives. And I personally think that I'm, a, I'm curious as a cat. You know, <laughs> I feel like the curiosity will kill the cat just as it would kill me. Because I'm always very interested to better understand people's insights and perspectives as to mm. why they're doing something. Mm. Um, like I said, at the start of the podcast even, I, I know that we both have uh, different beliefs here and there. Yeah, You know, when it comes to probably like marriage, I think that's the main one. Mm-hmm. Or even like the idea of a relationship, what yeah. it means to us. Um, as well as, I believe, dating apps. Hmm. Um, but you know what? I think this episode is running quite a bit long. So that's an episode teaser for y'all. Essentially, on the next episode that we have with Angeline, we will be talking about dating apps because we talked about it a little um, just a little, just, just, skim just the skin, the surface of it, you know, barely even dive deep and we realize that we have very differing opinions on it. And I'm like, you know what? Let's save it for the podcast. We'll talk during the podcast. So tune into the next episode. I say next episode with Angeline, where it's going to be all about dating apps. But before that, before we wrap up this episode, Angeline, do you have any final words or takeaway that you'd like to provide to the listeners?
1: Um... I guess I have to say that everyone is different. It's just talking from my personal experience, like past experience and what I really want um, in terms of what we have discussed today about the idea of relationship and marriage. Of course, at the end of the day, um, people can change, our perspectives can change, um, but it's just taking from my own understanding that that's what I really want in the future. Um, and and the, at the end of the day, I can only say that just be yourself, um, have confidence, and yeah, yeah. things will will find a way out, I guess. Eventually. Eventually. A Hope very then. hopeful message from Angeline. No. Um, yeah,
0: stay true to yourself. You know, if you and your partner are currently experiencing like a speed bump or, or like a challenge or difficulty, think about it in a way where it's the both of you versus the problem rather than you versus your partner. Mm, so really think of it, you know, like a group project. It's like when when you're working on a project with someone mm-hmm. and you have differing opinions, it's not the both of you are trying to argue with one another. Yeah. It's the both of you are trying to hash things out. Are trying to discuss, you know, openly have communicate. Open
1: communication. To work yes. towards this issue. Yep.
0: Because what's the point of having that, you know, personal agenda where you're trying to win over the other person? Because what's there to win in the first place? Mm. You know, you're in a group project, you're going to be with this person, I don't know, hopefully for the rest of your life, if that's your goal or that's your uh, motivation. And yeah, I don't find a reason to further increase conflicts. We already have enough conflicts in the world, you know? Yeah, already enough. <laughs> so yeah, um, guess that's the end of our episode. Um, Thank you, Angeline, for coming to oh. this episode of Low High Trips. I really enjoyed having this conversation with you.
1: Thank you to you to Aaron, yep. that you are being such a good host.
0: Oh, that's Thanks very for kind of you.
1: Welcoming me and stay tuned, guys.
0: Yep, to the next episode.
1: To the next episode. Stay high, stay low, stay hydrated,
0: stay safe. This is Aaron.
1: And this is Angeline. Bye. Bye. It's a long one. Oh, no.